Comparatively speaking to the macho man Randy Savage, you are nothing but garbage, yeah. Careful you don't hurt your neck again going through those ropes. Austin 316 says I just whipped your ass. Welcome to episode 110, Boot to the Face Wrestling Podcast. Chris Rucker along with Marty Vasquez as we are hours away from hell in a cell, hours removed from Impact's Bound for Glory where they had a special guest show up, a couple of them, to help induct Ken Shamrock, which we'll get to. And your boy Khabib hangs it up after he makes short work of his opponent at UFC yesterday. That, and I'm sure a lot of football talk. Marty, how the hell are you? You know what? I'm good, man. Like, this week's been a long fucking week. Um, yeah, dude, I'm not going to lie. It's been a rough week. Um, starts off, go back to Sunday. Like, our week, our week, boot to the face week goes Sunday to Saturday. And starts off with a Packers loss. Starts off with the Braves losing. Um, which I, I, here's the thing for that game. I, I, you know, I'm a, I'm a Dodger fan. So I do love the fact the Dodgers are there. Um, I really wanted the Braves to win and I didn't, I'm not gonna lie, man. I didn't think I was gonna, it was gonna hurt as much as it did to watch them lose that game seven. Um, like it was like, damn. All right. Okay. Gut punch right there. Um, Cowboys lost that night. Sunday fucking sucked, man. And then, um, yeah, just work is not the best this week. Um, yesterday had a heartbreaking loss last night in the Dodgers game. That was, that, that was some bullshit right there. So here's the thing. You know how you, you guys, you've been, you've been feeling the wrath of what Mike McCarthy is. Yeah. I dealt with that shit for over a decade. All right. So now picture you deal with Mark McCarthy's coaching habits and losses all fucking decade. Well, at the same time, you deal with a manager like Dave Roberts, who was equally inadequate and dumb as that motherfucker. I don't know if you want to call him the Mike McCarthy of the MLB or if Mike McCarthy is the Dave Roberts of the NFL. Um, either way, they're both stupid motherfuckers. Like every time something. I see both of them, I see, I see, I see Smokey man, and he's got you a stupid motherfucker. And, and you know what? Dave Roberts, I know he's got two more years. And how the fuck do you get a four-year extension after losing back-to-back World Series and, in fact, followed a loss in the NLCS? Um, let me let me stop. If he wins because, the World Series, I still want his ass fired. Because fans like me, teams of the Georgia Bulldogs, the Atlanta Braves, the Dallas Cowboys, I'm a Knicks fan, have been forever, and haven't even had a reason to watch basketball besides Kobe from years ago. I watch basketball sparingly. I constantly watch my teams fall short. You're complaining about Mike McCarthy, who got you a Super Bowl win in the past 10 years. You're complaining about your Dodgers manager, who's got you in the World Series for the third year in a row and in the NLCS the year before that. I don't want to hear that shit, Marty. You're spoiled. Bakhtiari's out too? You're spoiled. You're a spoiled sports fan. No, well, come you know, to come, hold on, hold come on, hold cheer on, hold on. for the no, Cowboys. No, hold on, it's not the same because <clears throat> there's no championships to prove it. So it's like all this hard work, but nothing to prove. You know what it's like? I'm gonna hear you. If your kids are listening to this show, it's time for them to put your earmuffs on. It's like you know, you get the girl home, you get going, and you're like, all right, this shit's about to happen, and you're about to get it, man. You're about to go in, and all of a sudden, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna wait. Maybe not, not tonight. Maybe another time. Like you pulled that shit aside and you're ready to go, and that and she's like, "Nah, let's wait till next time." That's that so fucking you, shit. That saying, is that. So who, who's making the bad shit. coaching decisions in that situation? You or her? I'm just who's the Mike McCarthy and the Aaron Rodgers in that situation? I'm just. I'm not. I'm not, ta- I'm not talking about like <laughs> coaching. I'm just comparing like <laughs> being like. There's no championship. You didn't. You didn't get the prize. You know what I'm saying? Like spoiled. Spoiled is if they had won three championships 
And your team is playing right now, two to two. My team's at home after getting, and and the Braves left so much meat on the bone in that series. Like that series should have been over before Game Seven. Yeah, and even in the Game Seven, they made so many just mental errors, like the guy getting caught in between third and home plate early in the game. It's just like I like like aggressive base running, but stupid base running is. And I'm I'm not the biggest baseball fan, so don't. Like I far be it for me to critique, but I always watch the playoffs, especially when the Braves are in it. I do know the certain fundamentals and shit like that of baseball. I did play little league, which I rarely talk about. I, one day I'll tell one day. You, one day I'll tell you the story about when I got put in the pitch. Oh um, shit! I so I was a pitcher, and I remember one of my first outings. When we have those stories, I have an outing. Um, it it, it makes you cry. It's that bad. I played for a team called the Ravens, Kansas City, Missouri. But we'll get to that one day. Um, as far as the Cowboys go, I just – seven weeks ago, I was so excited. Like, this was supposed to be the year that shit happened. I was so excited about having a different coach. And, like, hey, I don't have to worry about every game this year, our team getting out coach. Well, guess what? Every game this year, our team Change. getting coached. It's more the same. But I will say this. Jason Garrett wouldn't have done shit with all the injuries and shit. We, I mean, the injuries that we have are just ridiculous. Like, I'm almost – how do I put this? I'm not glad that got hurt, but I'm glad he doesn't have to put up with, like, just getting his ass kicked all season now. Like, just take the year off. Matter of fact, Zeke, if, 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 if you stub your toe, go on IR. CeeDee Lamb, I know you're having a damn good rookie season, but if you need a haircut, go on IR. Like, all of our good players, just take the rest of the year off. Because even if we win this shit-ass division, which we probably still will, and, you know, people that are listening out there that don't like Andy Dalton, that I'm one of them, he still might be the best quarterback in that division because Carson Wentz is okay. Daniel Jones can't even fucking score a touchdown when there's nobody hold on, in front. Hold on, hold I'm on. Rumbling, rumbling, stumbling. Hold on though, you got you know I see people talking shit about him and everything. You can't give him too much. If you watch yeah, that run, hold on, he's not a running quarterback. Okay, he's not. He's, he's a pro athlete. He's not. Hold on though, he's not a runner. And if you watch him running, his he's over his legs are overextended. You knew that shit. His legs were gonna die out before he did. And I'm saying this from experience because I've done the 40 yard dash, and I'd be running downfield, and all of a sudden I take the fucking stumble. My legs just gave out, man. And I'm not. How much I, you I was, get paid for that 40 yard? I was dash. a fucking lamb linebacker, uh, a defensive end, and the offensive lineman. Like it's, I'm not. I'm not out there to fucking run 40 yard dash. Okay. He's not out there to run a forty-yard dash, and he had to run. He running the quarterback draw with him. Yeah, because he wasn't. He wasn't expecting to get a fucking eighty-yard run out. I of mean, it. every play you call, you're expected to score a touchdown on it. Like if the play works to perfection, ah, hold like on. that one did. There's, there's some plays where you're shit. expecting to just get the first down, and all of a sudden shit opened up, and he saw the promised land, and his legs got out from under him, and his legs. You can see. You watch his stride. That motherfucker was stretching. You knew that shit was going to fall sooner. That's so New York Giants to him. I'm surprised they still scored a touchdown. That's not just New York. That's New York York football. Fucking put that shit up there. You know what? You know who's the biggest fan of that play happening? Fucking Mark Sanchez. It's not as embarrassing as the butt fumble. Nah. It ain't even close. Because the butt fumble was was a turnover. This at least still led to a touchdown. But then you had Evan Ingram, who I have on damn near every fantasy football team that I get. Every year expecting this cocksucker to do something. Third down and 10. He catches the ball. The game's over. He's wide open. He might even score. All of his fingertips. Punt the ball. Philly goes right down. Scores a touchdown. So now Philly's in first place at 2-4-1 and one in the shittiest division in the history of fucking pro sports. So Dallas, between Dallas and uh, if Dallas wins today, they're back in front. If Washington wins, they're Two and five, I think, and then Philly's got like a game up on everybody with a tie. Because Philly's but, leading right now, right? They're ahead right yeah, now. Yeah, because this this, this division is trash. It's almost like I I can't cheer for my team to lose, but if they didn't win another game this year, I wouldn't be mad at it. Towards the end, this is a waste of a year. I'm getting too old to be wasting years, but with all the injuries, 
it ain't really much you can expect. Like the entire offensive line is hurt, and like three of the backups on the offensive line is hurt. Like, would you? What position did you play, Marty? Did you play O line? I was. Yeah, I was. I was a center. Yeah, we might. I might have Jerry Jones call you later on this week, depending on how the game goes today. Like, we might need some help. You talking about discourse in the, the locker room right now about the players hating on Mike McCarthy? That motherfucker's gonna have a whole new ring later, leaving that shit. Hey, Mike. How many coaches? Hey, you know, Mike. I was reading an article the other day. It was talking about coaches that got fired after one season, like Cleveland, for example. Like sometimes that shit works out. Like Cleveland's coach got fired after one season. Now they're four. I believe that was last year, if I remember reading that right. I'm sure I'll get corrected on that. But anyway, that's how my week is going. As far as wrestling, like I haven't watched a lot this week. Um, and what I was watching, like Wednesday night, I was kind of tuned in to other stuff. And, like, I don't know. This is probably, like, off-the-air conversation. But I'm just getting burned out on wrestling. Like, wrestling and all the shit that I have to do to keep up with the podcast. Like, it's just, I might need to, I don't know. It's just, like, overwhelming something. And then it's, I feel like this is what gets it. I'll sit on the couch. All right, you're about to be my psychiatrist. I feel like we'll say something. Or do something on this show, and then later in the week I listen to another. I listen to a bunch of wrestling podcasts, so this ain't directed at anybody in general. But I listen to other shows, and they'll say the exact same thing that we said on Sunday, like word for word. So I know where it's coming from, right? Or I'll hear about these podcasts that are so good, and I'll go listen to them, and they're nowhere near as good as ours. But yet I don't think we're where we should be right now. So it's like. Just fucking frustrating. Yeah, I get that, man. Like we uh, we've been saying that for a long time, and there's a reason why I don't listen to certain podcasts anymore. <clears throat> um, just because that shit's it's it's repeated. For, I, I listen to our show already. I don't need to listen to our show again. Um, yeah, it, it, it is frustrating. I get you. I, as far as the wrestling go, and time, and you know, um, like I, I told you last night, like I texted you like seven o'clock last night. Um, I had nothing for this week because. I haven't watched any wrestling. Like I had stuff going on. <clears throat> Obviously, I have like my TV time was going towards the World Series. Um, that that's what my time was going to. <clears throat> um, doctor's appointments all week long and, or every week, and we had a funeral this week. Um, yeah, man. Like it got to. It was like fuck. Do I last night? Let's put it this way. I got to the point. Where I told you when I texted you. I'm like, I don't even want to watch wrestling tonight because I don't even know how this. And after the game last night, I'm like, fuck. I don't want to watch shit. And I'm like, you know, but then I'm like, I got to do something because in case you don't have nothing, I got to make sure I got something. Um, I feel you there. And I didn't, I'm, I love AEW, but I didn't watch AEW or NXT this week. I watched SmackDown and W and, and Raw, and I'd watch that shit in like quadruple time. Um, so I, I get it 100%, man. Yeah, and it's, it's, um, the other thing, going back to, like, people biting shit off, like, I understand it. I understand that we're all talking about the same thing. But I always thought there was a respect factor. Like, if, you know, when we started doing shout-outs at the end of the show, we, we got that from doing a favor and Fully Posable, which we've said before, you know. When I take or borrow something from Talkamania, I will say that I took or borrowed this from Talkamania. Hell, half the time I'll reach out to them, like, hey, can I like adjust what this was and, and kind of use it for ourselves? But you always, I don't know. I just feel like if you just take something that we said or did and take credit for it and then it hits, it really pisses me off. Right. Like, yeah. and, and, and look at what you just said. Like the, the, the people that you reach out to, I mean, that that's our close network, man. That's who we talk to. That's, that's, I would consider them friends of ours. Um, and when you listen to their show, that what you just talked about is exactly what happens. You know, you you hear you hear um, Barry and, and Eric out there. They they mention something. You know, they talk about it. You know, and Jay and and Des they do the same thing. Um, there's a reason why those shows are so good and, and why we hold them up so high and why we're friends with them. Um, but there, yeah, there's there's some there's some shows out there that that here's the thing. There's some people out there who can't come up with their own content and they literally 
and this isn't this isn't anyone specific. There's a few different people. There's a bunch of people and people we don't interact with anymore. Uh, it's just it's literally that's like all they're doing is taking from every show they do or listen to and watch. It's like, okay, so why don't you just call us the best of uh, of X X X? Yeah, and that's it. You know what I mean? Anyway, we'll we'll get away from complaining and bitching about sports and podcasting and all that, and we'll take a break. We'll reset. And we come back, we might talk wrestling, or we might talk about uh, the boys. Oh, shit. I'm only... Starlight. We're going to talk about the boys when we come back on Boots <laughs> of the Face, episode 110. And I just... I'm sorry, Chris Rocker, Marty Vasquez. I guess I should tell y'all who we are, you know, after 110 episodes, in case you don't know. I wonder, you know... When people call in to Cavino and Rich that haven't listened for a while and they always get them confused, I wonder if ever, anybody's ever like thought that some crazy shit I said was you and vice versa. I don't know about on the air. Well, no, that's not true because I know because <clears throat> I've uh, listened like like again, Talkamania, and I'll hear like Doug J bringing something up like, oh, this. I'm like, motherfucker, that was that was Rucker. Don't put putting that well, shit on me. That's probably by accident. I mean, I don't like, want people that credit. That- uh, I mean, people yeah, that don't know, know us, us know us. Yeah, uh, I think we, I think we get that more with uh, Twitter. Um, I, yeah. think, I think I think when stuff puffs, um, I don't think people know. And I'm and I'm someone like all that on that controversial nonsense bullshit. All the shit y'all hate, that's coming from Rucker. Yeah, I used to try to like put my name at the bottom of it, but I I've I've been forgetting for a couple of months now. Yeah, I I, uh, I usually try to put MB in the bottom of that yes, <clears throat> or ABM. Um, but I mean that that so there's one reason why I usually leave a lot of I I don't post as much. Here's the thing: if it's during if it's during an event, it's probably you, because I'm probably not live able to watch it go live live tweet or anything. But uh, so the boys, Marty, I've been hearing about this and hearing about it and hearing about it, and I just started watching it. I'll tell you, apparently I'm late to the party with a lot of stuff. I was late on uh Walter White like years late and didn't even like it. I only got through like six episodes before I quit. Yeah. I watched half one and I didn't, I thought that was the most overrated fucking show I've ever seen in my life. It was not good. And then everybody kept saying, well, if you just get the season two, wait, you want me to sit through like 14 trash ass episodes to maybe start liking it. By the time I get the season two, I can tell you now I'm not going to like it because I'll be so damn irritated that I sat through all those episodes. Like, I was late on Sons of Anarchy. Didn't like that. Oh. So two years ago, in one of the groups that we're in, the CNR like movie and TV thing, I started to thread like Rucker's way too late Game of Thrones reactions two because I I didn't two years ago. Yeah, I didn't start watching it until like the last season. Can, so can I was. Can like, you say when you finish that thread, please? Can, can we repeat like that? Six seven months ago, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> If that, I don't even think it was that long. It, ago. it was it was quarantined for you to finish that shit. <laughs> yeah, but so and it was really good. Like I like Game of Thrones, and so my little thread was funny. Like a lot of people loved my late ass reactions to it, but I was late to it. So here's another one: The Boys. It's on season two, and I'm glad that I'm late to it because pretty soon I won't have any left, and we'll have to wait until next year. But for those of you that don't know, it's about superheroes who aren't so super. Um, there's some assholes, and I like it because <clears throat> honestly, like, if I was a superhero and I was like, not me, say I was, say I was just a motherfucker that's been super my whole life, I'd probably have the same attitude a lot of them have. Like, what the fuck are you gonna do to me? I'm a homelander, bitch. Like, I'm the most powerful motherfucker on her. Like, I always thought Superman should have been like that, and that's why Batman didn't like him in Batman versus Superman because Batman was always like. If this motherfucker decides to kill everybody, like, what are we gonna do? That's that's the premise of of BVS. You know what I mean? Um, but yeah, that's that's exactly what it is. And you know, it's, it's yes, it's it's about the the corrupt superheroes, but beyond that, it's about you know, it's about the vigilantes that are coming after them. Um, the comics are fantastic. Um, so this is which, a real comic. Oh yeah, yeah, this is a comic, man. There's there's like shit ton of story arcs to it too um this shit can go for a while um and it's like uh 
what I love about it is that Amazon is doing as much as possible, try to keep as close to the content as possible and give you the same kind of like, you know, same as like with Walking Dead at first, like they were trying to give you like some gruesomeness and stuff like that, like to try to keep with the graph. It's a graphic novel. It's simple as that. Like it's known for what it is. Um, <clears throat> another show that I think if you like the boys, I think you would like, you might actually like the like preacher if you've never watched it before. It's another comics. It's another comic show or another comic series, graphic novel. Um, that was transitioned. It was by AMC as well. And uh, it was like that first, like, I'm not going to say R, but like that R rating line or that mature, like TV adaptation. And that's mm-hmm. kind of where the boys, that's why they were able to make the boys was because of what, because like the like preacher was able to transition into TV. And that's what, that's where the boys came from. Or they've been able to do that as well. Um, which preacher just ended last year, but <clears throat> just like five seasons of that. Um, but yeah, dude, I fuck. I I'm saying with you, like I waited. Um, I wanted to watch it right away, but then for whatever reason, it just didn't. And I'm glad I waited because then I was able to like watch straight through. Because if I had to wait to watch like every episode, um, I'd have been like, oh my gosh, just give me fucking more. Like holy shit. Yep, and I know she's supposed to be a baby face, but I don't like Starlight at all. At all. I don't know why. I just, something about her face. Like, I just don't want to look at it. Like, she's like she's so sweet, she's too sweet? I don't know. Like, she just annoys the shit out of me. Oh, okay. Like, she's just a whiny little baby. My mom lied to me about Compound V. Shut the fuck up. You got superpowers. Like, really? You ought to be thanking your mom. So what's your dad left? Everybody's dad leaves. They say my dad in 25 years and I ain't got no fucking superpowers to show for it. Fuck out of here. Whiny ass little fucker. And then she's banging the nerd. Like, come on. Hey, man. She's a, she's on, a man. super, a superhero. And she's banging that little fucking nerd, Dennis Quaid's son. It's not Dennis Quaid's son. Well, he looks like he should be He's in his Dennis nephew. Quaid. Well, whatever. They're family tree. He, he is a Quaid. It's his nephew. Yeah. He ought to go driving a fucking airplane up into a spaceship. I'm glad you brought up the Quades. Because I felt like Randy Quaid yesterday. They'll blow it in the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> what was that bullshit at the end of that game? Like, how did they? So, Mookie Betts is like the best player in baseball and fucked up the throw at the end. And that wasn't the Mookie. Catcher. That wasn't Mookie? To, no. Oh, well, some reason I thought that was Taylor. Mookie. Taylor. Taylor grabbed the ball, and when he, like, went to flip his hand up to grab the ball to toss it in, the ball, like, so when you go to grounder and you're running on the run, you, you just scoop and throw, right? Right. Well, when That's... he scooped it, the ball wasn't all the way in the pouch of the mitt. Like, that shit was at the tip, and when he went to swoop it up, it popped out. So you had to grab it, and he's the one that ended up grabbing and throwing it in to Muncie. And one, Muncie threw that fucking shit. I don't know why he was beaming it like he was a fucking pitcher. Uh, when he's only like 15 feet away, and he can he can clearly see that a Rosarina isn't even close. Is back he turning was around. Got, his ass like, was cooked. Like seriously, like he could have <laughs> once he could have fucking walked that shit to home plate and would have been good. <laughs> and he throws it out, and like Smith doesn't know what's going on. He just knows, oh fuck, the runner's coming. I need to catch this ball and sweep and slide. And you know, so normally he just catches the ball and swings his wrist, fist across, you know, trying to get the foot to get the plate. Well. Fucking Muncy threw the ball like he was fucking an idiot and threw it 100 miles an hour outside. And so he didn't catch the ball. And then when he flipped around, so, oh, 20 seconds of mayhem. Yeah, that was, that was incredible to watch. I saw and the And look at that. They show a picture morning. of Michael Irvin crying on the screen right now. And Michael, I feel you, dog. I feel you know, I was listening back to our show. You had a lot of bad things to say about Michael Irvin for picking against the Packers last week. You want to issue any kind of apology to him right now he's about how man. right he was? He's a smart man. <laughs> but hold on, hold on. Did, any, not, did anybody think they were going to get blown out 38 to 10? Like, let's be honest. He didn't say blowout. He just said no, the no. fucking Bucks hold are going to win. Now. Take away your hatred for Rodgers and the Packers. That's what, you know, mix. that's what his ass gets. When he stood up and did that little bullshit dance, the Bucks were like, oh, you want to dance on a nigga. Okay. And they they he got cooked too. They cooked his ass the rest of the evening. Two interceptions back to back. When's the last time he did that shit? Fucking three years ago. He was like, "Damn, I wish Mike McCarthy was my coach." Oh, I doubt that shit. <laughs> Real quick. 
Ain't nobody you said that what? shit in years. You know what Roger said? <laughs> he's, he interview, post interview, he's like, you know, sitting there, like, you know what? Two interviews are two uh, interceptions. Fucking worst game I've had my entire career. We lost. Um, I mean, it could always be worse. I could be on the Cowboys. If he was working, on the Cowboys, could, he'd have I could be working for McCarthy. I could be working. Yeah, for I was going to say, don't say the Cowboys. Say under McCarthy again, because I'm sure he would mind. You know, with a full healthy team being with the the, the Cowboys don't trash. have a full healthy team. I what said with a about? full healthy team. That coaching staff is trash. We got to get rid of Mike Nolan. I don't <laughs> mind Mike McCarthy. I, I really don't. I'm gonna get rid of Jerry fucking Jones. No, I don't. I mean. So here's no, okay. Thing. You here's don't need to get rid of Jerry, Jerry Jones. Jones. You, Jerry Jones needs to leave the responsibilities alone. I disagree with that too, and I'm going to tell you why. Here's the thing with Jerry Jones. People complain about Jerry Jones all the time. He's always meddling. He doesn't know what he's doing, blah, blah, blah. But every year, what do people say going into the season? The Dallas Cowboys have one of the most talented teams in football. And then when they underachieve, it's Jerry Jones' fault. Well, he put the fucking team together. Yeah, he picks the coaches, and he left Jason Garrett there. I will blame him for that. But as far as building a team, I ain't trying to hear that shit. Like, Jerry Jones has been doing his thing with putting that roster together. They've had good drafts. They've had decent free agent signings trying to get cheap. They've went from being way over the salary cap to way under the salary cap to where they can sign all these players to big money contracts. I ain't trying to hear that shit. These guys are underperforming and getting undercoached. Jerry Jones just sits his ass up in the box and watches them fuck it up. That's my take on it. Jerry Jones. Y'all gonna leave Jerry alone. Anyways. I don't see no other owners out there kneeling with their team during all the protests. Anyways. You wanna talk about wrestling? Sure. We can. got Hell in a Cell coming up tonight. We had Impact Wrestling last night, and Ken Shamrock was inducted into the Impact Hall of Fame. And a lot of people don't know this, but he was the first TNA champion. Did you know that, Mari? I did not. First of all, I'm not going to lie. This is all how little I know about Impact. And I, I'm sorry for y'all that, that love Impact. I didn't even know Shamrock was in Impact for more than a minute. Like, yeah. So, I, I mean, as far as like, when he was Impact, does that, he, was, he, was that when he, like, he was ending his career with, with UFC? Um, I don't know this Because I feel like his sure. last UFC fight was like 08. I don't know this for sure, so I'm going to say this, and then somebody's going to kill me for being wrong about it. I'm pretty sure that he started out as a wrestler before he went to WWE. He was a pro wrestler before he went to WWE. Then he went to Impact, or then he went to WWE, then he went back to the UFC. No, then he went to UFC, I'm sorry. Then he went to WWE, and then he's been with Impact for a while. But, uh, yeah, he's been back and forth with Impact for... I'm glad we're talking Ken Shamrock <clears throat> because you brought something up the other day regarding going to Blockbuster and picking out, you know, a wrestling pay-per-view. For you, it was WCW. We didn't have WCW where I grew up. Um, and I, I, I do have my comments, you know. <clears throat> we watch the same fucking two events all the time because we, we only had, like, two VHSs in our movie rental. And if you were lucky enough to get the one, then you were good. Uh, one of them uh, was the was the uh, was Razor and uh, Shawn Michaels the ladder match, and the other one was Shamrock versus The Rock. Um, I don't even know which time it was. Uh, um, it was a pay per view. I don't. I watched it so many times, but I couldn't even tell you what what pay per view it was. Um, I want to. Say, I'm probably going to show that. I want to say it was a SummerSlam video or Survivor Series video, but it probably wasn't. Uh, but we watched that match all the fucking time because um, we always went. That those were the only two we had, and for us, um, when I was a kid, we didn't have cable, so <clears throat> we weren't able to watch Monday Night Raw, or Raw um, or uh, we were barely able to watch SmackDown when it was on UPN. Uh, but yeah, other than that, like Shamrock, yeah, he's been, I, you know, continued because I know that um, Hall of Fame. That's that's pretty fucking cool, and some of the stuff that came about because of his Hall of Fame was pretty cool. Ken Shamrock won the NWA world title on June 19, 2002. NWA TNA weekly pay-per-view event. He was the first uh, when NWA TNA started. So TNA was a company, but they used the NWA title as their main title. 
So the 10 pounds of gold that you see with Nick Aldis now was actually defended on TNA when they first opened. That was their main championship. Um, he got pretty good videos talking about his career from two first the two guys I'm gonna name, you wouldn't even have known they were there because everybody was talking about the third guy I'm gonna name. Mick Foley sent the video in, which is you know kind of news breaking because he's a WWE legend under WWE Legends deal. Brett the Hitman Hart sent the video in talking about how great Shamrock was. But the big news that everybody was talking about was The Rock sent the video in. And I remember Shamrock had like tweeted out, like, hey Rock, I'm going into the Hall of Fame. You mind sending something in for him? And I remember The Rock tweeting, like, I'll get it to you tonight. And I watched the video, and this is one of the things I loved about The Rock. We talked about this before. The Rock always acknowledged the people that helped him out and was always willing to, quote, unquote, do the job for the next up-and-coming people. And he talked about in his video how Shamrock was already a star in WWE when The Rock was on the come up and how Shamrock could have been like, I'm not working with this dude. Like, he don't know shit. Like, I'm already here. And then he said a few people did do that, (laughs) said they refused to work with him. And so he talked about how great Shamrock was, how good of a, a guy he is, the whole nine. Shamrock goes into the TNA Impact Hall of Fame or Impact Wrestling Hall of Fame and gets inducted with videos from The Rock, Brett the Hitman, Hart, Mick. I mean, that's got to be cool. No matter how you feel about the Hall of Fame of Impact Wrestling, like he's got those videos forever. The best in wrestling history. Like some of the biggest stars talked about him during his thing. And it wasn't a WWE like you have to say this. Like they did it on their own. Right. Yeah, that's awesome, man. That's, that's a testament to his career <clears throat> and what he's done. And it's a testament to those guys. Like, um, I'm I'm not gonna say much about Brett because I have my own opinions about him, but uh, Mick and The Rock, like you have that that's the testament of who those guys were and who those oh, guys are. I mean, what well, what you got against me? You know, I'm I'm like the best there is, the best there was. You know, I mean, I I invented everything in wrestling. Uh, you know, Owen Owen wouldn't have been as good as he was if it wasn't for me. You know, uh, Anvil Anvil. That's that's an awful Bret Hart impersonation, wasn't it? Or did I nail it? Just, I'm just gonna slam, I'm just let you do it. Man. You just do you. <laughs> Oh fuck! <laughs> Bret Hart. I liked Bret Hart when I was a kid. Yeah, man. When I was a kid too, I fucking had the wrestling buddy. I had fucking. I had, I can't tell you how many Bret Bret Hart figures I had when I was a kid. Um, fuck yeah, man. But then once I realized what wrestling was and like paid attention, I said fuck Bret Hart. I said fuck Hogan once I realized what wrestling was. At a young age. Um, <laughs> another thing that happened last night. So last night was TNA's big pay-per-view, their WrestleMania, Bound for Glory. So I know you don't watch, Marty, but they had this huge angle for the past couple months. Kylie Ray. I do know about one. that angle because I do pay attention a little bit because obviously I follow both Kylie Ray and Deanna Perrazzo. So I have seen a lot of, of right. kind of what's been going on with them. So the match gets ready to start. Kylie Ray doesn't show up, and then Sue Young shows up and wins the title. Uh, I don't know. Is Kylie Ray injured? Was this an angle? Like, if this is an angle that they done on purpose, that's, that's a shit angle. That's bullshit. That's a shit angle. If because she's injured, you had to pay for this shit, right? No. Oh, you didn't I mean, pay for that? Okay. Yes, people do have to pay for it. But okay, I, not me. No. <laughs> uh, all right. Anyways, so anyway, the normal the normal person has <laughs> yeah, to pay for if, this if, shit. It's so, fucking Joe. Yeah, you're right. He, this is the biggest fucking storyline they had going for Bound. Like I'm not gonna lie, this is the only storyline that I really knew about for Bound for Glory. Mm. And there's, I know, I saw Western Twitter out there, and people were tuning in specifically for, for this match. match. So people are paying fucking money for this shit, and this was a a straight angle. And this is what you did. That's fucking weak, man. That's some bullshit. Um, I hope that's not the case. I hate to say that. I hope that someone's hurt, but I hope that they got that she got pulled because she's injured, not because of a storyline. That even, would be some bullshit. Even so, like if you know she's not gonna wrestle, put that shit out on social media the day before. Right. Like, hey, due to an unforeseen injury, Kylie Ray can't compete tonight. We're gonna have Sue Young step in and take her place. Like, don't have me sitting there waiting for the match to come on. 
And then when her music gets ready to hit, Sue Young comes out. Also, what's what's even weaker is the fact that you can tell then that Kylie Ray was supposed to win the title because you tell me it's gonna have her come in and out of nowhere win the title for no reason. They they obviously they wanted Deanna to not have the title. Like instead of doing the audible, they just went with it and kept the sticks, kept the finish going. Like that doesn't yeah, make I sense just... to me. I don't, I don't understand. Um, oh fuck, Le'Veon Bell starting day two. Fuck, I don't understand that at all. Um, so that's the TNA talk. We're gonna come back. We'll get into some hell in the cell. We'll get into some other things after our last break here on Boot to the Face, episode one ten. Stay tuned. Welcome back, Boot to the Face, episode one ten, leading you into well, not leading you in. Reacting to, well, not reacting to, it's all fucked up. We record on Sunday mornings. We're going to talk about Hell in a Cell, but by the time you listen to this, chances are you've already watched Hell in a Cell. So let's predict it, Marty, and then we'll start talking about some news that's going on in wrestling. There's three Hell in a Cell matches, two title matches, and a match for the Money in the Bank briefcase. Three title matches. Three title matches, I'm sorry. And a match for the Money in the Bank briefcase. I did see before I fell asleep trying to watch SmackDown last night, they had a Law and Otis court thing to where the Miz is trying to sue Otis for the Money in the Bank title because Otis is not being a good Money in the Bank champion by waiting to cash in Money in the Bank. Correct me if I'm wrong, but like when you win the Money in the Bank, can't you like do so whatever the fuck you want with it? That? Did you watch the outcome of Otis and Law? Or Law and Otis? Yeah, they're gonna have a match now. Okay, but because they see- pay because the Miz paid JBL. Right. So that that's the point. Like that's what fucking JBL was about to say. Like, first of all, he's got a fucking year, so chill the fuck out. Like he don't need to cash that shit in. He doesn't need to say when he's gonna cash that shit in. That's the point of it. Like, shut the fuck up. Uh, but who is JBL to like decide? Oh, well, now you got to defend it in the match. Like, go fuck right? yourself, JBL. That's actually exactly like who like. Fuck. That's just that defeats that's, the whole purpose of the money in the bank briefcase. Like they have made something that was so much fun and so interesting, so fucking stupid by putting that on Otis. Because you knew Otis was over with the crowd. We knew there weren't gonna be a crowd for the next six months. And now Otis is just Otis sucks. And I understand so people like because he's fat they're and lovable. Give the the money in the briefcase, the money in the bank to fucking the Miz now. Was he even in? So. I'm, was I'm he even picking, in the uh, Money in the Bank match? I don't think he was. It was Daniel Bryan, Otis, AJ Styles. <laughs> Shit, uh, <laughs> I'm just going off the top of my head. AJ Styles, Daniel Bryan, Baron Corbin was in it, right? Baron um, Corbin, yeah, because he's fucking killing people. Rey Mysterio, Jeff Hardy. Was he in it? I don't think it was Styles. Oh, Alistair Black. That's the other guy he threw off the roof. Uh, Styles, Black, Brian, Corbin, and Mysterio Notice. Wow, that's an awful money in the bank match. Right? So, um, I think Carmella's Carmella's short entrance into the women's money in the bank was way more memorable than all of those people. Right. So, uh, I don't know. I don't think, I don't think the Miz, I think Otis keeps the tight, keeps the bank, the briefcase. Um, you. Yeah, I got Otis. All right. Singles match, Jeff Hardy versus Elias. Why? I know you can care less about either one of these. Why? Why? What do you get for winning this match? You get to not get hurt longer than the other person who's going to go out for injury as soon as they come? How many times does Elias get to come back, play his guitar, quote, unquote, get over, which I'm disagreeing with that, and then he gets hurt and he's out again. And then he comes back, he hits somebody with a guitar, wash, rinse, and repeat. He'll get hurt in like three months. And then he'll be gone again. And then he'll come back and he'll be a face next time. And who, who gives a fuck? And who who gives a fuck? I like Elias. I like Jeff Hardy. I don't care for this match, though. Um, I think Jeff Hardy obviously wins this match. You know um, who loses this match? The fans. That's not really. This match. Because this, 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 will match be a, this will be a quick match. It'll be a quick match for them to cleanse their palate. They could have put a women's match on so. instead of this. They could have put a tag team match on. They could have put a lot of shit on. Um, Bailey versus Sasha. Women's SmackDown Championship match. How the goddamn boss. You say that. Finally. I think that's, I think that's the obvious Finally. choice. That's the obvious choice. Sometimes obvious is good. 
It's not sometimes obvious is what needs to work. The goddamn boss. Bailey's gonna win. And you know who else wins in this match? The viewers. The viewers win at this match. One hundred percent. Um Bailey's so, gonna win. And this story's gonna be brought up further. And it's gonna get really deep. And it's gonna get fucking dark. And Bailey's gonna lose eventually. You know what I'm gonna love? I'm gonna love Sasha's gonna win. She's gonna be the champion. She's gonna be dominating your TV. And then and right, Charlotte and walks right out. when you get tired of her, the Mandalorian's gonna come out. And she's gonna be in it. And you're gonna hate her even more. First of all, Mandalorian comes out in like a couple weeks. Exactly. So once you get tired of seeing Sasha talking about how I'm already tired up, of seeing Sasha on the fucking TV. Exactly. And now, now she's gonna go to and cross cross over and ruin one of my favorite things. How you know she's gonna ruin it? They wouldn't have put her on there if she wasn't Sasha. good. Really? You want to go there? Yeah. You want to go there? Because they don't ruin shit by putting people who don't belong in things. Like who? They ruin a lot of shit by putting people and they don't belong in things. Yeah, like Mike McCarthy on the Cowboys. <laughs> <laughs> Sasha's uh, on the New Days podcast this week and she's got an attitude. I'm starting to like, like you know how in real life, I, I shouldn't say in real life, but like if you pay attention to wrestlers outside the ring, Sasha's like one of the nicest people that they have in like backstage. Everybody likes her. She's real sweet, blah, blah, blah. And then she gets on TV and it's the complete opposite. And that's what a lot of fans are bitching about is why well, I just don't believe it because she's so nice. Shut the fuck up. Like, don't pay attention to her outside of the ring. Uh, but she wasn't so, she wasn't so uh, humble on the new days podcast. And then she was on, talking smack and basically put booker t in his place too from some shit she was talking before she's got this attitude now where she's like look i'm the fucking best women's wrestler in the world fuck y'all and i like that that's what becky needed and i think that's what sasha needs too and if that's the attitude she's gonna have and it's gonna come across on television i love it even more so she's just gonna copy what, what becky was doing is that what you're saying that's not what i said i think that's what you said it's not what I said. said that's what Becky needed to do to get over. And so, and Sasha needs to do the same. And The Rock had to do it. And Stone Cold had to do it. Bret Hart had to do it. Man, why you gotta, why you gotta bring them in it for and try to make me like, like this shit? Anyways. <laughs> I'm just saying. McIntyre, Randy, WWE Championship. Don't another pick Randy Orton every time they wrestle? Yes. I'm picking I'm him pick again. It, picking him again. <laughs> I can't go against him. He's gonna fucking win at some point. Fuck how the Rock had to finally beat Austin at WrestleMania, so might as well do it now. Next week, fucking Drew McIntyre is gonna pop up in the Zoom chat like, "Hey lads, you gonna pick me pick against me again? Like, keep doing it." He's gonna be like, "What the hell, Randy Orton? I'm going with the Viper." Damn right. I mean, he won his last Hell in a Cell match, right? Oh, when he took the screwdriver and, like, twisted Jeff Hardy's earlobes around? Ugh, so disgusting. Um, WWE Championship with an I Quit match in the Hell in a Cell. Did you see the stipulation? Yes, I did uh, catch. Now, there's a bit of confusion, and I want everybody to pay attention closely when I talk about this. If Jay Uso loses, he's not kicked out of the family. If he loses and refuses to acknowledge Roman as the tribal chief... He's kicked out of the family. Everybody's been saying and tweeting out, oh, so if Jay loses, then how are they going to bring him back? That's not what was said. Right. He's got to submit. He's got to give. He's got to acknowledge Roman. And Jimmy has to acknowledge Roman as a chief or as her excommunicado. Well, Jimmy already did. During the last well, pay-per-view. It, this is part of, this is part of it. They both have to do it, this, this match, if he loses. Hey, if you're another uh, podcast is going to end up stealing something, check this out how I do this. So this past week, I was listening to Talkamania, and they were talking about the ending of this match and how it should go. And J-Dog, as Sheena calls him, J-Dog, J-Dog had said that um, a cool ending would be for Roman to just be beating the shit out of Jey Uso. Jimmy comes out. Naomi comes out. Tamina, Nia Jax, everybody breaking kayfabe, even the wives and the kids, like the whole damn family come. Now, he went a little far when he said The Rock ought to come out at the end. Like, obviously, The Rock ain't going to be at hell in the cell. But to have the entire family come out, like, begging well, Roman off. Black Adam got canceled, so why not? Did it really? No, it got postponed indefinitely, oh, though. Yeah. Um, 
for the whole family to just be begging them off. And I think that is a great way. That would be so good in front of a crowd. Yeah. And not only that, I think like you even bring him, you even bring back Rikishi for this. And I think that's where, like, obviously, because the other ones are there, they're they're on contract. And when you talk about bringing the, like, the, the wives and kids in there, um, but I think you bring Rikishi in because Rikishi, he's a Hall of Famer. Rikishi is his uncle. Um, actually, I think Rikishi is actually his cousin. Because um, when you look at the Anawaii uh, family tree, I'm pretty sure they're, they're straight cousins. And like him and him and the Usos are, are second cousins. Um, <clears throat> but you look at that shit and and after the shit like road that that like Rikishi was talking in the lead up to Clash of Champions about how it's Roman's always been the one who's always thought he was the shit kind of thing, and then have Rikishi be like begging, like, bro, stop. Please stop. Um, I think that fucking puts some value on that shit too. Yeah, it's uh that would be a fantastic way, so you know. Good on them. I don't think it's going to happen that way. I think Roman's just going to beat the dog shit out of them. And... Out of both of them. Well, how's the other one going to get in the cage? He's going to beat the shit. Uh, Jimmy's going to fucking get in that cage. It's a hell in a cell. He, you can't just Jimmy's have people getting, getting in, in the cage. cage. That's never happened you te- before. Hold on. You, te- you fucking be the dick. You got to make this believable. You can't that. just have people coming in the hell in a cell cage. Oh, What's yeah, because of they're it? not going to end up on the outside? Why would they end up on the outside of the cage? Because they never do? Exactly. Oh, my God. I fucking hate you right now. I'm confused. You're, are you being serious? Why? What's the point of the hell in the cell? They're just going to get out. I don't know. But it's fucking, they never stay in the fucking cage. The only ones that stay in the cage is Randy and Jeff Hardy. Becky Lynch and Sasha didn't leave the cage. Well, that's because their asses weren't climbing to the top. Once uh, Rikishi, had his, Rikishi had his fat ass dropped off the cage onto a fucking haystack. There were extenuating circumstances around that, though. Like, they had to open the door for something that I can't remember it. How many times has Mick Foley been on top of that cage? How many times Undertaker been on top of the cage? How many times Triple H been on top of that cage? Fucking Shane McMahon. Shit. Kevin Owens. Some of that shit happened like two years ago. So you're saying Jimmy Uso is going to get in the cage? I feel like Jimmy is going to get in a cage at some point. He's got a bad will, though. He don't need to be in that cage. He ain't wrestling. Fuck him up. He ain't wrestling. He's well, then he better keep his ass out of that cage. Then. <laughs> That's the big dog's yard. You don't better not bring your ass in there Ooh, with a bad Big limb. dogs. You think they're going to have some dogs up in that bitch, too? Oh, I'm sorry. That's the tribal chief's island. You don't want to take your ass in there with a bad limb. You will get fucked up. Oh, they're going to have some rock well, bottles up be, in that bitch? It's going to be an awkward Thanksgiving at their house. It's like three weeks away. This. <laughs> You got to sit at that end of the table. <laughs> hey, Jimmy, Jimmy, Jay, Jimmy, Jay. Y'all at the kids' table this year. Yeah, now. y'all go over there and sit with the kids, little bitches. We'll serve, we'll, we'll serve you your plate. You don't even yeah. get to go to pick a plate. We'll serve oh, you, you want plate. some sweet potatoes? Acknowledge me. <laughs> <laughs> I'll give you some sweet potatoes, but you ain't getting no, you ain't getting no fucking yams on that shit. You ain't, you ain't getting no marshmallows on top of them bitches. You better fucking say my name. So it's only five oh. matches at Hell in a Cell. <laughs> Damn. That's it. No tag teams. No IC. No USA. Did we pick? I got Roman. I oh, fuck. I got Roman. Hell yeah, man. So I got Roman, Orton, Sasha, uh, Elias, and Otis. And Otis. All right. So we we switch on Bailey and Jeff. Um, that's it. That's uh, we're the take another Quick There's break. Take it. And then when we come back, we'll talk about G one climax and get the fuck up out of here. On Boot to the face episode one ten. Welcome back. Boot to the face episode 110. I lied to you guys the last time I said it was our last break. I apologize. But it's wrestling. I get to lie to you. It's fine. Marty Vasquez along with myself, Chris Rucker. Marty, G1 Climax has come and gone. Our Wrestle Kingdom main event, as as of right now, is set up. Did you like who won? Are you excited about it? I mean, I, I like who won. I don't like that he did win. Um, I, as of right now, the way it's lined up, I'm not excited. Uh, let me, you know, stat. I mean, so we got, we got, obviously we talked about last week how we were going to have 
Abushi and um, Sonata in the win in the finals, and Kota won, and he's going on to Wrestle Kingdom to fight Naito. Um, yeah, man, I just I'm not. So here's the thing: he won back to back years because um, he won last year as well, and I'm just not. I don't. I'm not excited for him to be the headliner at Wrestle Kingdom again. Like I don't. I don't know why. I'm just not. And Wrestle Kingdom was already announced going to be a two night event. And I. I don't. I don't. I don't. Yeah, man. I just. I don't. Here's what I don't get: is it? It's, it's as of right now. It's lined up for a double double t- title title match. And when he came back, I could have. I thought that they said that they weren't going to be doing that, and that. Evil was going to be defending titles independently now, um, but apparently not. And apparently that's not going to happen later Evil either. Evil Naito, huh? Well, Naito said that, and I thought that I saw that that was confirmed that he was going to be, you know, doing that as well because to, to bring more to the titles rather than just keep switching both titles at one time. Um, I mean, yeah. I mean, I get it's cool because I, one thing I will let is like last year, Kota got beat by Okada uh, in, the, in the night one. So he obviously ended up fighting Jay White instead of Naito. Um, I think, I think Kota and Naito will have a great match. I just don't, I just don't see that as the headliner. And the, the thing is, if this goes on, I think this is when Kota, uh, he gets his, his, his moment to shine for a moment. This is why I wanted Osprey to win. Because like you just said earlier, like you're not excited about it. I feel like the same people are in Wrestle Kingdom every year. Like and people can call me a hypocrite because Roman main event at WrestleMania every year. But I felt like the story for that was always the main event too. Like he was going for the title three times in a row, and then the time that he wasn't, it was supposed to be the Undertaker's last match. So it made sense. But I feel like some new blood in the Wrestle Kingdom main event would have been something much needed for New Japan right now. But at the same time, you can't fault them because Ibushi is a proven (laughs) fucking dude that will put a show on in the main event, and so is Naito. Like, New Japan is more about wrestling than it is about all the other shit. And at the end of the day, their biggest show of the year is going to end with what will probably be the best match that they could possibly, well, I shouldn't say possibly put on, but it ain't going to be an awful match. So it's a night too. And I think this is when I, and obviously we're, we're months away, a couple months away from, from, um, from Wrestle Kingdom. And I was actually talking to Robert Custis over the last couple of days regarding it. Cause we both had the same observation. You know, they kind of been leaving Okada out and kind of leaving him in the mist and um, not really moving him forward. Um, I feel like because it's a night two, two night thing. I think if they keep going with night one being uh, Naito and and Kota for the championships, I think that night two ends up being um, a double championship match where they split them up. And I think so. One, Kota gets his championship, but I think he loses the the heavyweight championship the next night to to um, to Okada. Whatever happened to Kenta? Kenta Remember when is, he attacked Naito. When Kenta Naito is first doing his won thing, the titles. Man. He's still there. He's still making things happen. He's still like the – he's not really the head. Uh, he's not the head because as of right now, it's like more like evil is the head of the Bullet Club. Uh, but Kenta's still there. Kenta I, – I would say that until Jay White came back, Kenta's the one that was doing more for Bullet Club than anyone else. I thought he was like next in line though. And here it is, Wrestle Kingdom, and he's not even in the title match. He never – did he ever even get a title match after he attacked Naito? Not that I recall. But am I making this up? Didn't he, like, attack him, and he was standing on top of him with both belts, and then nothing ever happened? Yep. That's how that's how Kenta, like, showed up. Okay. I, I thought I wasn't crazy. Um, before we get out of here, Marty, let's talk about Jericho and MJF. Did you see this shit? Do we have to? Did you see this? I watched I watched parts of it. I didn't watch it. Like I said, I didn't watch wrestling. I didn't watch it, but I watched some highlights, and I saw parts of it. Um, here's what I. This is money. Is this this is where I sh- you know I love AEW. Um, so for you fuckers that want to take what we say and flip that bitch, don't. 
I love AEW. I do. We talk about AEW every fucking week. Positives, negatives, the same way we do WWE. But if you guys love what's going on with MJF and Jericho and shit on what's going on on Monday night, you're a fucking idiot and a hypocrite. Because that shit is the exact same shit you shit on WWE for doing and you praise AEW for doing it. And that's stupid. If it, here's the thing. If it happens on Monday Night Raw, everybody shits on Monday Night Raw. So if it happens on Raw, they shit on it. If it happens on Wednesday, they love it. I get it. SmackDown has been fantastic. So if it was the other way around, and this was something new for AEW, and they loved it, and then, and then SmackDown does it on Friday night, people would still shit on WWE for doing it. It's just stupid. It's ridiculous. People need it. You know what? I'm going to put it this way. When it comes to AEW and WWE, it's it's almost as stupid as as people with their who they're voting for, Trump and Biden. And when this is not going to be political, don't get I'm not going that route. But it's one of those where like people love their their person, and if you say anything about the other one, they're going to shit on. If one person does the, if one of those guys is the same thing as the other one, they're going to love it when they do it, but hate it when the other person does and says the stupidest thing ever. It's no fucking different than what people do with with the fans of AEW WWE. You know, and you don't hear that much backlash from WWE fans like, oh, AEW, this, this is bullshit. Um, but if it, it's the AEW, WWE does the same thing AEW does, then they get shit on for it. If w, It's just ridiculous, man. Like, get your head out your asses. Open your eyes. Take the blinders off. See what the content is. And just fucking get the AEW dick out your mouth. And, and, and shit on them when they need to be shit on. And same was the other way around. Praise the WWE when the praise is worthy of it. Um, you know, you, you don't need to hate both. You can love both. It's, it's a possibility, believe it or not. Um, but, that, yeah, that's, that's what I got to say regarding the whole fucking Jericho and MJF. I, everyone already knows. I've already mentioned it for multiple weeks in a row. My thoughts on the MJF and Jericho storyline and where it's going to lead to, and I'm not for it. Um, so that's my thoughts. So, to me – I, I like I said I, when I was watching it I was kind of doing other stuff and I kind of looked up and I was like is this a fucking musical and so I'm I'm looking at it and the first thing I did I was like I'm gonna get on Twitter I was like I know this is the straw that's gonna break the camel's back and that AEW fans are actually gonna like be honest with themselves and you get on there and it's oh my god this is magical this is the best thing I've ever seen if you don't get this you just don't understand wrestling. So you already said what you wanted to about all that. I'm going to say this. When AEW was created in the months leading up to it, they said they were going to be more sports oriented. They said they were going to be different from the WWE. They said they were going to give the fans what the fans want. And to an extent, they usually do. But they also do stuff like this. And stuff like this is where the disconnect is with me because you're telling me you're going to do one thing and then you do something else. Everybody loves to say, Vince and Stephanie and Shane and everybody got in the ring and told us they would give the fans exactly what they want. And every time they do something they don't like, everybody brings that up. But they forget months after that was said, Seth won at WrestleMania. He beat Brock. Kofi won at WrestleMania, which everybody wanted. And Becky won at WrestleMania. They literally gave you everything you want. And people ignore that just the way they ignore AEW saying we're going to be more sports-oriented and... Stuff like this happens. They do certain things that, and I know it's pro wrestling, and a lot of times you just got to kind of suspend your disbelief. But like I talked about a couple weeks ago, the fact that Cody's out with an injury, but you end AEW four minutes early to run a commercial where he basically says, I'm not really injured. I'm taking time off because I had to quarantine in order to film this TV show with Snoop Dogg. Like, that's a disconnect for me. Not because the commercial came on, not because he took time off. Like that shit happens. But when you dedicate minutes of the wrestling show to tell me that the wrestler that I like isn't really hurt, that he's doing something else, that's a fucking disconnect. And when you tell me that it's going to be more sports oriented, and then you got the biggest star in the company, along with the biggest rising star in the company, doing a fucking musical, like if you like it, you like it. I don't give a fuck if you like it or not. I, I'm just not with the telling me one thing and then doing something. And honestly, like it's pro wrestling. You're going to have shit like that. I have no problem with them doing stuff like that. 
But when you sold me on, we're going to be different. And now every week that passes, they get more and more like the WWE than the previous week. You know, it's almost like, do people really not like WWE or do they really not like WWE because it's cool to not like WWE? Because if they're doing the exact same thing that happens on Monday nights and you love it, then chances are you love what happens on Monday nights. I don't know. That's, but hey, it is what it is, man. People, you got the right to like whatever you want. Who gives a fuck, really? Like, I'm, I'm all fighting. I'm done fighting with the internet about being hypocrites. I give up. Like, y'all fucking won. I quit. I'm done fighting. Marty, you want to get some shout-outs and get up out of here? Um, yeah, I mean, I want to give shout-outs to uh, our good friend Shana. Uh, she got her T-shirt in and posted on that. And she's, you know what, I, I love when she posts her up when she listens to the show because she gets some live feedback on that, which not live, but she gets feedback some, and live tweets, so to speak, when she's listening to our show. I love that. Um, Peteopolis doing his thing. Um Always posting about us, even though we, you know, any day of the week, doing his thing, he always has his own. He's always sharing what he does. So I appreciate that. Um, and then I got to shout out to Robert Custis, man. Like, it's always fun talking to that guy. Uh, he always hits me up when it's always when talking about New Japan. And it's always a fun conversation. Um, talk to him about, uh, I actually told him this morning, <clears throat> you know, when Wrestle, as we get closer to Wrestle Kingdom, I try to get something to happen, have him on so we can talk, have him on there to talk Wrestle Kingdom with us. Because um, I think that'd be pretty fun. Um, but no, man, that, those those are those are my shots for this week. Um, I will go except for the fact that he fucking talks shit, um, you know, about about the Dodgers. Um, oh, you know what? I do got another shout out because fucking um, I gotta give get a shout out to go good old kayfabe chronicles out there. Fuck Brady, and fuck your your dumping in my DMs and shit on the on the Packers. <laughs> Love you, man, but fuck that shit. Uh, we're gonna throw some out to our boy David Kyle down in Tampa. You know he's a big Bucks fan, so uh, say what's up to him. No reason other than he's a big Bucks fan, and they You're beat the dick. shit out of the Packers. Uh, <laughs> no, our boy David Kyle. He's always like, you know, he's been hyping us up for a while now. And got a boot to the face shirt that he posts. He just got that uh, golden tee put in his man cave basement. So I'm gonna have to make my way to Illinois if just for to get drunk in his man cave and play that shit. Uh, obviously, talk of mania. They did trivia mania this past weekend. The Scott versus uh, Chaos Theory, our boy, and J Dog. That had a really good ending to it. I was the host of it, so when it comes out on on audio, you should go listen to it. I, th- I thought it was a really good episode. Uh, questions sent in from like Greg Cherry and Kayfabe Chronicles, also. Uh, shout out to Chick Foley shout out to Doing the Favor shout out to uh, Fully Posable again always good talking to my boy Jeff on like Mondays when I'm listening to their show and he says something crazy and I tell him about it these motherfuckers got me drinking bang energy drinks and they suck but as I told you Jeff fucking, are you a fucking insta ho? as I told <laughs> if you're going to be drinking bang energy drinks you better be posting that shit trying to get some fucking sponsorship man Hey man, I'm I'm under construction. Like I'm down rock, nine pounds. Rock I'm your down nine pounds. Fa- rock your boots to the face tank top with that bang energy drink. Hey. Hashtag ad and make that shit happen, bro. And 40, 41 more pounds, I will. I promise you that. When I get down to my goal, I'm gonna. I told you. I've already. I've already told my wife about it. When I lose all my weight, I'm not gonna. I'm. I'm don't even buy me a shirt anymore because I'm not gonna use it. Like I don't give a damn how cold it is outside. Like I don't need shirts anymore. So that'll be good. I, I'm trying to think of the name of it. It was like a apple crisp and there was like a black cherry vanilla one. It was fantastic. But all the fucking rainbow piss and the unicorn jizz and all that kind of shit, those flavors are lame. Um, those are awful. I also told him, I said, the more solid color that the can is, the, the more chance I have of liking it. Most but likely. the more like bright candy looking shit, rainbow yeah, sherbet. Just tastes like fucking sugar-free ass so shout out to fully posable <laughs> and thanks for clearing my wallet out on them weak ass bang energy drinks um who else was i gonna talk about? we talked about Petopolis, right i yeah. apologize if i leave you out we do this every week i don't write it down 
I just remember like who interacts with us the most. So if I forgot you, I apologize. We still love you. Thanks for listening. And that'll do it. Episode 110, Marty. We're 110 in the books. Time to go watch some football. Time to oh, ignore man. for another Packers week. playing the fucking Texans without Adam Jones. Jamal Williams about to fucking go off. Devontae Adams about to go off. Robert Tanyan about to go off. And then Dodgers, Kershaw, going to get that game get that game five, go up 3-2 Tuesday night. Y'all hear it here first, Tuesday night. New World Series champions, 32 years in the fucking makings. You're Los Angeles Dodgers. You know how excited he is about sports? I wouldn't even know what that's like. This is Chris Rucker from Marty Vasquez. Boot to the face. Peace. Later. It's coming.